This is the Patriot Radio News Hour, brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. For all your gold and silver buying needs, call them at 1-800-951-0592 or log on to allamericangold.com. Broadcast for Monday, June the 13th, 2016. Hey, good morning and welcome to the Patriot Radio News Hour. My name's Homer Lopez, and I thank you for joining us this Monday here in mid-July. The Patriot... June. June. Yeah, we're not in July. I'm making us older as we talk. Oh, my goodness. Patriot Trading Group, what do we do? Gold and silver. It's as easy as giving us a call at 1-800-951-0592. The lovely Wendy is here today to take your phone calls, walk you through your order. Or go check us out online at allamericangold.com. It's as easy as point and click. Take a look at the products. Take a look at the news. It's all brought to you by one man. He's the CEO of the company. He's the person who puts this show together. He's the person who puts that website together with the help of some people. Don't get me wrong. He knows who to pay. He knows how to take care of things. It's just being a leader, driving this show, driving this business. He's the guy who does it. His name's Joe Jaquint. Joe, how are you on Monday? Did you have a good weekend? I heard you traveled. Yeah, I did. I, I was uh, in the Bay Area over the weekend visiting some, some friends and... Uh, you know, obviously, the terrorist event that happened—tragedy over the over the weekend—and I'm ju- I'm floored because the president just came back out on television just right now and and said that there's no clear cut evidence that he had terrorist ties. Yet the FBI invo- investigated this guy multiple times because his co-workers. We're telling the FBI he's making terroristic threats. And then, not to mention the fact that he was actually on... This guy had enough wits about him to call 911 while he's shooting these people and letting them know I'm doing it in the name of ISIS. I don't know much how, how much more evidence you really need. That people asking, well, how come Obama won't call it radical Islam? Why he won't call it, you know, terrorism? Why can't he? Why is it? What is his agenda that that uh, he is trying to somehow keep the peace with the what? with the radical Muslims? I'm not saying all Muslims. I'm saying the radical ones here. He won't do it. Well, you know what? Is it just his agenda? It's somebody's agenda. It's his. It's somebody. He's the president of the United States, and he can't say. Doesn't he have chief of staff for each vertical of the uh, 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 our our government? The FBI, the CIA, everyone that has our phone number and listens to my pointless and useless phone calls and yours, and they can't. Give him a definite answer that this guy was. Oh, he's got a definite answer. They told he's not going to come out and do it because that's not part of the agenda. And 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 you know what? Once again, you know the the thing that hit home for me as I was listening to this because you know what it was, which was another terrorist attack right here in America. You know, and I keep telling people, I keep warning, revolution's coming. It is absolutely coming. And you can see it. This is just another another example of it. Uh, they try to make this big deal about how he is an American born. Right? The guy was born here in the United States, but once again, the child of these quote unquote refugees. Right? His parents from Afghanistan, his father well 
well-known Taliban sympathizer, well-documented. So they were spoon-feeding him that Well-documented about his uh, comments about the United States when it comes to Afghanistan. And, and so you sit there, you know, just like the Boston bombing, remember that one? Again, that was the, the children of the Chechen refugees. That was well documented to have, let's face it, unsavory views of the United States. Yet, here they are. But somehow, anybody calling that into light has to be what? A racist has to be, you know, something where I don't understand. I really don't. What is the objective? What is their goal? What do they want to see? How do you protect your own is my question. Right. What, do you, what does he want to see? How many more people are going to die? And, and I find it just, uh, it's disturbing. And at the same time, it's predictable. I honestly believe that everybody listening is not surprised by the comments that the, our, our leader has made. And I you know and, and it amazes me how many people are willing to accept things that they at least in my opinion they have to know are not true. And so as we sit here and we think about what the ramifications of all of these things are going to be. By the way, and I don't know, maybe they have or maybe they haven't. But remember when it happened in France not that long ago? When the, we stand with France and this and that. Have any of these other countries come out and said anything? I haven't seen it. Maybe well, they have. I, I believe that the, the prime minister of France immediately... Okay, did you, did you see it? Okay, yeah, I yeah. haven't seen it Yeah, yet. and I also believe when Holland, when Brussels uh, was struck afterwards, their prime minister did the exact same thing. You know, but they, have they said anything about this one here? Oh, I haven't heard anything Yeah, okay, about so that's what I was here. talking about. No, no, right. No, no. I haven't seen it in the news anywhere. But, but you know... It's just another one, and you, you just think about all the things that are out there. You think about all the dangerous economic policies. You think about all the dangerous things that we have done, and you think about how ISIS and all of this came into being. And, and you start to question the fact, is this just a comedy of errors, or is it an orchestrated event? Again, Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Patriot Radio News Hour. Double J in the love on this Monday. And, and just a another example of why you need to be so vigilant. And, and it is amazing that uh, apparently the gun used in this, and this is... Uh, being, and I'm just going to read you uh, the Orlando Police Department made a Twitter statement. <laughs> it's just amazing. Yeah, let's just make the Twitter statement. The gunman purchased the firearm that he used within the last week. 
yet he was investigated by the FBI in 2013, again in 2014, and again in 2015. Two of those times, the FBI connected him to be in contact with at least two others. Uh, one that blew himself up in a suicide bombing in Syria, and another one that went to fight for ISIS in Syria. And yet, somehow, he's allowed to buy a weapon like that? Does that, that mean it makes no sense? I mean, they, <laughs> I don't know. I think about all the, the crazy things that that it could happen to a U.S. citizen. You know, you get pulled over, and next thing you know, they can confiscate your your money. Uh, it's a big article. I was going to do it today, and I decided not to. And we'll play it. I'll actually play it tomorrow. Where in Oklahoma now, they have these devices, which if the cops suspect for any reason that uh, you may up, be in, up to no good, they, they take your credit cards, your debit cards, and they put them in this little machine and it essentially drains your bank account. And then you have to prove you're innocent. And you're telling me this guy can buy that assault rifle even though he's been investigated not once, not twice, but three times? And two of those times they said, yes, he has contact with people that are involved with ISIS? Yet average Joe Schmuckatelli gets pulled over off the side of the road, and they go, oh, I'm sorry, you have money in your car? We're going to have to confiscate that. Right now it's even more than that. Now, right, in Oklahoma, at least, it can be a debit card, a credit card. I it just, none of this makes any sense. And, of course, uh, the main goal here, at least in my opinion, one of those goals is, hey, let's make sure now we're going to use this as a way to get uh, any type of weapons and guns off the streets and do all that stuff. That just seems which, when I listened to the president this morning, that was just the one thing that came to my mind. Well, one of the things that it's showing me is in our government leadership, we are just seeing incompetence, lack of drive and, and leadership, simply because I also read, and we were talking about this during the break, that there's a... a, a, a Islamic terrorist or somebody on a terrorist watch list who just recently was hired. Now, they fired him since, but he was hired by TSA to look through your things. This was in the news recently. It's just insane to me how incompetent certain people are when it comes to whether it's, say they did have an eye on this guy. What are they supposed to do? Did they just take him in, question him, put him under the microscope? I don't know, but put the light on him. You know, I mean, because, I mean... What is he supposed to do? You know what I'm also looking forward to? And I, I, I'm not looking forward to this. Let me restate. I don't want to speak here because I believe it's going to happen. You know, the bombing happened at a gay bar. Correct. I wait to see someone blame the Christians to, or somebody to say oh, something Oh, you know stupid. that's already you know, happened. No, 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 no. But somebody's going to say something stupid right. that, well, God wanted it, that it, to happen right. because they were gay. Oh, you, know you think that? Yeah, yeah that's going to happen. I too. think you're going to see some of that. I think you'll also see... The the other side of it too, you know, oh, it, it's like the people being assaulted at the Trump rallies. It's Trump's fault, right? Trump, it, yeah, it, 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 it's not the Islam fault. It's somebody else's fault. 
And that's where I, that's where you were asking at the beginning of the show with uh, with our president. What is his agenda? Right. Where are we going to place the blame where it needs to be placed? That's the, that 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 is it right there. And this is really a pattern, and it's a pattern in all of the things that I look at. We have that same pattern when it comes to the data, right? When it comes to the credibility of our Federal Reserve. I come out here every day and tell you, well, they lied about this and they lied about that. And you can oh, well, Joe's saying they're lying. You can say seasonally adjusted if that makes you feel better. Right? And apparently, somehow saying the word seasonally adjusted sounds a whole lot better than lying. Somehow, when we come out and we tell the American people how bad we are off financially, we want to lie about it. We want to mislead you. We want to pretend that there is no problem. And we see this pattern in all of this stuff. The same pattern that will allow this guy to do what he's done. The same pattern that prevents our president from coming out and saying, listen, the world's got a problem with Muslim extremists. And it baffles me. And somehow the media, the mainstream media, is all on board with it. And 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 in it's I don't know I don't know I don't know if I have the words to actually be able to explain it. Shocked? Because I'm not shocked. I'm not shocked. I'm I'm not at all shocked. I mean you almost anybody with you know, at least in my opinion who looked at these things rationally was saying, Oh yeah, that that makes sense. I mean, we live in denial all the time, so of course it was going to happen. And what happens when it's in your neighborhood? What happens to the psyche of the American public? What happens if the American public stops going out? You know, I'm just going to stay home because it's too dangerous out there. And and I really believe, you know, when you sit there and you can just see it all coming. Whether it's a terrorist issue, whether it's a, uh, for lack of a better term, whether it's a border issue, whether it's a race issue, whether it's a economic issue right it's one thing if it's Puerto Rico's broke what happens to Illinois what happens as we roll around here in two weeks and they've gone starting year two with no budget no money all the schools in the cities getting a little layoff thousands of people What happens then? What happens when people stop getting their their pension check, their Social Security check? What happens when the food stamps don't work? 
Nobody's going to be safe. And the funny thing about it is, is these risks are all around us. They're known. But they don't want to talk about them. Uh, it's so scary right now, too, because I'm here to tell you what you used to watch on the news. It never happened here. Uh, you know, uh, a bombing in Tel Aviv. A bad day in Bosnia. Now Orlando? This is America! You know, think about it. It wasn't just Orlando. It happened in California. It's happened in Boston. Obviously, it's it happened at 9 11. It's becoming a regular thing. There's a trend here. It's every three months. You know, you start thinking about all the nonsense about getting on a plane and the security lines and the taking off of your shoes and the essentially the naked photograph you have to pose for. It ain't getting easier. It isn't getting easier. You can get those days are gone. And you sit there and you start to wonder what it is that's going to 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 come out. And really unfortunately, you know, I wish I, I until somebody is willing to come out and speak plainly and tell the truth, forget the seasonal adjustments and we can call it terrorism or domestic terrorism and you can call it whatever you'd like but until you call it what it is how can you deal with the problem right it's just like the unemployment rate until the federal reserve actually wants to deal with the truth how can we fix it until the federal government wants to tell you the truth about the deficit how can we fix it until your city or your state wants to tell you the truth about what the real economic situation is, how can we fix it? And sometimes, you know what, sometimes the truth hurts. And the funny thing is, is nobody wants to hurt anybody's feelings anymore. And sometimes the truth hurts. But just because it hurts doesn't mean that we we shouldn't put it out there. Because that's the only way to fix it. And I, I don't know. I mean I'm just I'm I'm blown away. You know, you sit there and you think about What's happened today, taking away the focus, the Federal Reserve's having their meeting this week, right? They don't know what to do. I mean, it's obvious. Look at all the, the moronic things they were all saying just three weeks ago. England's getting ready to leave the EU. By the way, big news of the day probably was how big of a lead now the leave the EU has come and just we're, we're what what is today the 13th 10 days away from that vote you're starting to see uh, Fitch over the weekend no one's going to talk about this because everyone wants to talk about the, the attack Fitch just announced they've downgraded Japan to negative watch, getting ready to take away. You know, they're no longer triple-A. They're down to double-A, getting ready to lose that as well. 
and you just start seeing all of these, you know, they, they always talk about the perfect storm. You know, uh, I love the, the Deadliest Catch, right? That's one of my favorite shows. I like watching it. like to pretend that I could be a crab fisherman. No way. Or a deckhand. Not a chance. And they always get caught by, you know, it was just the perfect storm and the boat sank and these people died. And you start looking at where we are right now. And, we, and, and, and I'm telling you right now, we are in this perfect storm. We've got negative rates everywhere. German bond yields getting ready to go negative. Look at the 10-year note. Down to one-six and change. And nobody has any economic growth anywhere. They don't know what to do. Then you you see all the tensions flaring up. You see all the protests at the rallies with the president and the presidential election. You look at the stuff like in Missouri and the racial tensions are starting to spike. Now you look at Illinois and all of a sudden you've got good people attacking other people about what's going to happen because they don't have any money. And all of a sudden, you throw some terrorist attacks in there and whatnot, and all of a sudden, you've got what? You've got the perfect storm. He was back. Welcome back. 800-951-0592. Time to, you know, get ready. Get your financial house in order. The, the perfect storm, it's here. It's not, like, not to scare anybody. The only ones that need to be scared are the ones that don't prepare. Uh, Drudge Wall Street Journal. Uh, you can go to Drudge Report this morning. You can read it there. I just saw it. Uh, the headline has changed. The Wall Street Journal is reporting now that uh, Mateen, the killer, uh, twice had been to Saudi Arabia. Uh, you can judge for that however you'd like. But it is interesting how many times that country keeps coming up, but yet we don't ever want to talk about that either. Just say it. I mean, if we can't talk about facts, what can we talk about? And this is really ultimately uh, how these quote-unquote perfect storms happen. is because people... Don't want you know they want to live in denial. They do, and you know what? To a certain extent, let's face it. Don't all of us want to live in denial? You know, when you look at your life and there's just certain things that you just, you know, you just don't want to deal with it. You just don't want to deal with what the reality really is. But when you do it the way we've done it now, when we just want to pretend that we're better than what we really are, then you start thinking about all of these things. And, and you know, when the history books get written, I wonder what they're going to say. You know what I was thinking about uh, this weekend? And I don't know why, but I just was. And I was thinking about 
how we don't like to tell the truth. And I think about, and somehow I started thinking about the Boston Tea Party. Because in school, what did they teach you about the Boston Tea Party? Right? The colonists were mad because they were taxing the tea. And they threw it all into the harbor. Because those British were taxing them and they were upset. That's actually not what happened. See, the, the Massachusetts went to fiat money, script money. I never heard that before. I had to, I had to become a right-wing wacko extremist to learn the truth. And like all fiat currency, it became worthless. So when England brought the boats over with the tea and the whatever else they were bringing, they said, we're not taking that script. We want to go back to, to trade dollars. We want silver. We want gold. And none of the colonists had any. So when you think about when the founding fathers talked about why our currency needed to be gold and silver, they had very real experience with fiat money. But let's face it, why teach that in the textbooks when you have created a Federal Reserve whose job it was was to use fiat money? And, and this is how the, all of, you know, they try to rewrite history all the time. Try to change the facts of history. And when you sit there and you, and you think about, wow, how they never saw the financial crisis coming, really? They couldn't see it? Right, and I, I can play the sound clips of whether it was Alan Greenspan or Ben Bernanke after him talking about how it's all based on sound, solid fundamentals. Who cares if the fundamentals we say they're based upon are made up and seasonally adjusted? And now the whole world is starting to scramble. You don't think they're worried in Japan? You don't think they're hoarding gold? You better believe they are. Look at what's happening in England. Matter of fact, the Guardian says now uh, Brexit leaving leaving the EU has now opened up a six-point lead ten days before the election or for the vote. You don't think the Germans are nervous? You don't think George Soros went back to work for a reason? And you start to think about what does it all mean? Why doesn't anybody want to admit it? Every time you turn on the idiot box, like today, oh, Microsoft buying LinkedIn. Who cares? You know what that really means? Quite honestly, it means a bunch of people from LinkedIn are going to get fired. 
hey, we've got our own accounting department, we got our own IT department, we got this and that, right? I mean, that's really probably what it means more than anything. Homer said a great thing about it. He goes, you know, some of the most aggressive recruiting is done by Microsoft. Now they just bought the recruiting database of the whole country. Right? That's exactly what they did, right? man. If there's a professional database of information with access and information, contact, phone number, that's it right there. And Microsoft just bought the whole thing. Just bought it all. But the realities are pretty simple, which is you can pretend for a while, but eventually the truth comes out. And this is what's happening, and it's happening globally. The truth is coming out. The great fiat money society is getting ready to come to an end. All the things that we didn't want, you know, that we wanted to smooth over. All the things that we didn't want to talk about that we kind of brushed over and said, you know what, now it's okay, no, it's not this, it's that. Let's not be too quick to judge. Let's not point fingers at anybody. All of that is starting to bubble under the surface. And then the real trouble starts. You know, here's a great example. Do you know there are strikes all over France, and there has been for a month now? No, I didn't know that. Nobody knows that. And how desperate the situation is becoming, and and, and it's not, and it's everywhere. It's like their teamsters striking. What are we talking? Same here? thing, same deal. They're getting squeezed. They're getting squeezed financially and economically, and it's starting. I mean, it's getting serious. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Patriot Radio News Hour. Uh, quick look here. Gold's up thirteen dollars, twelve hundred eighty-six dollars. Silver's up another uh, fourteen cents, seventeen dollars and forty-six cents. What a difference a week makes. Well, like I said, the truth always comes out, and as we sit here and we watch all of the things that they promised that they had fixed all of a sudden appear to be broken, right? The debt markets are breaking down, and it's not just in Japan. They're breaking down in Germany. They're breaking down in France. They're breaking down in the U.K. They're breaking down right here. You know, you think about, and I... And I I told everybody Friday about what BlackRock said about the state of Illinois. You know, BlackRock said that that they should ban the state of Illinois from being able to use the municipal bond market. In other words, what BlackRock is saying is, hey, if Illinois wants to borrow money, they need to go to, like, the pawn shop of bonds, where you got to pay... 10, 12, 15% interest, where even their their horrible credit rating, you still are only getting 3 or 4% interest to loan Illinois money. But let me read you what they said. 
By the way, they are BlackRock, the world's biggest asset manager, said that Illinois is a debt-drunk state, the worst pension shortfalls in the land, and should lose complete access to the $3.7 trillion municipal debt market. This is your state, right, your cities. $3.7 trillion. Just add that on to the $20 trillion, add that on to the $4.5 trillion at the Federal Reserve, and you just start piling it all on. They're a state without a budget. This is BlackRock. They refused to pass a budget. They have the lowest funded ratio on their pensions by any state. And yet they're going to come to market and borrow money. His firm, BlackRock, they oversee, by the way, you think they got a little uh, stake in this? Just BlackRock themselves have $119 billion in mutual in muni bonds. $119 billion worth of muni bonds. It says that uh, they're planning another bond offering later this year. Right now, the state has more than $7 billion in unpaid bills. How would you like it if your company had an unpaid bill? <laughs> Got to be looking for another company to work for. <laughs> hey, Illinois, uh, can you tell me where we're at here on this bill? It's pension shortfall. $111 billion. Their go bonds were downgraded by Moody's earlier this year and says that Wall Street should really be penalizing in some way by not giving them any access to the market whatsoever. By the way, Illinois' gross domestic product, 736 billion dollars according to the Federal Reserve Bank of St. Louis. It says that Illinois has a 148.2 billion dollars in debt. Puerto Rico's got 72 billion dollars in debt. And they said that uh what did they say that Moody says that uh, things are so bad in Illinois the deadbeat state is late in paying $3 million to the FBI to process fingerprints. And and nobody wants to talk about it. Right? It's one thing, I guess, if it's Puerto Rico. Right? You know, who really cares about that? Most people couldn't even point out Puerto Rico on a map. But this is Illinois we're talking about. And you start to think about if Illinois goes, who goes next? Right? How far behind is New Jersey? How far behind is New York and California? What would happen if New, if if those states started to have to pay 10, 12, 15% to borrow money because they're a credit risk? What's going to happen 
to the millions of people they promised pension checks to that they can't pay. And then you sit there and you start to think about why it is everybody's getting ready. You know, for uh, for about at least the last $30 in gold. I ran $20 Liberties middle of last week at 1450 Friday, by the way, congratulations on that great buy. We ran St. Gordon's at fourteen fifty. Gold's up another thirteen bucks. I've got twenty two twenty dollar gold pieces at fourteen fifty. And I've got twenty eight ten dollar gold pieces at half that or seven twenty five. So you think about this buying buying gold at, at prices that were thirty and forty dollars a gold is a, just a great opportunity. I hope you take advantage of it. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Like I said, you got two big important things happening in the next ten days. Both of them are probably bullish for the gold camp. We'll talk about that next. Final segment on a Monday. Like I said, we've got two big events. Wednesday, we'll have the Fed minutes or the Fed meeting announcement, uh, which last I saw, down to 2% chance of a rate hike. Um, probably not going to happen. The The Brexit will be a week after that. So this Wednesday, next Wednesday, very important votes. Once once again, it's all about it's all the uncertainty and all of the things that that they've tried to do to pretend that things aren't what they appear to be. But yet, every time you see it, every time you really look at the facts, when you get rid of the what I call the lies, they call the seasonal adjustment. The underlying underbelly is it's sick. And it's getting sicker, and they're trying to pretend that it's not happening. And ultimately, we're gearing up for the perfect storm. And I, I think we're going to see that. you got a couple of big catalysts. And remember what I've been saying all year. We get a close above 1,300. We're going to see 14. Things can start sliding even more perversely, you get a close above 14, you're going to see 15. And it's going to be just that quick. Because like I said, they're gearing us up for this perfect storm that they are going to claim they never saw coming, yet anybody that would just look at the facts could recognize what it was that was going to happen. And, and the question you're left with is, either you were able to take advantage of it or you weren't. Great way to do it today. U.S. $20 gold pieces at $1,450. $10 gold pieces at $725 at 800 Take the time. Uh, make sure that you're prepared for whatever tomorrow may bring. Uh, like I said, uh, gold's up double digits, silver as well. Uh, the Dow is down. 
Well, right now, about down about 40 points as people are worried about Brexit and what the Federal Reserve is going to say about what the real state of the economy is. And, and it's one of those things where, again, they're going to try to put their best face on. But the realities are, you know, if they really have lost control, the last people that are going to know about it is us. And I think it's already happened. We're past the point of no return. These negative rates and all of these things, that was the desperate Hail Mary. And it didn't work. And I think we're getting ready to enter into a very, very tumultuous time. Uh, Not just financially, not just economically, socially, morally. Um, and, And one of these days, we're going to need to face the facts. I know, for one, I'll be a lot happier when we can come out and start talking about facts, because then we can do something about it. Everybody just wants to kid themselves and pretend. And somehow, if you wish it away, it'll go away. It's not going away. Patriot Radio News Hour. Take the time. Put it away. 800-951-0592. Hopefully, we'll be back tomorrow talking about good old-fashioned economics. Everyone take care. Have a great Monday.